The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Whoop, the world's most powerful fitness and health coach. You guys, Michael has a real obsession with his Whoop. And Whoop isn't just another fitness wearable. It's designed to provide personalized and actionable data based on your body. And let me tell you something about Michael Bostic. He loves personalized and actionable data especially based on his body. He has to tell me every result the second he opens his eyes. You know my blood oxygen level? You know my heart rate variable? You know my resting heart rate? You know my skin temperature? (sighs) I got it all. And I can tell you how recovered I am today. I'm pretty damn recovered. So tomorrow I'm going to be going. Guys, I love the Whoop so much because it does three things for me. First, it measures my strain. It tells me how hard I'm pushing it that day, whether I'm in the gym or walking or taking it easy or whatever I'm doing. It tells you how hard I'm pushing it. Then it tells me how well I'm recovered. And the way it does this, it measures my heart rate variability, my resting heart rate, and then my sleep. And it puts it all together mixed in with the activities I've done for the day. And it lets me know how hard you can push it, how much you need to rest, and so on. It's just a really good measure of your health. I think too, since we're so into wellness with this podcast, this is like the perfect situation for you guys because it also lets you see the impact of alcohol, late night meals, afternoon coffee, trying CBD, meditation. It's wild. I mean, sleep, recovery, workouts, all the things. The sleeping tracking on the Whoop, in my opinion, is second to none. Their sleep coach analyzes sleep duration, quality, efficiency, and consistency every night. I just can't even tell you how into the sleep tracker Michael Bostic is. Well, listen, this new Whoop 4.0 is super comfortable. It's 33% smaller than the previous Whoops, and you can wear it on your wrist. You'd barely even notice it's even there. I've been having, I've had mine on now for almost three weeks, and I don't even notice it. So it's an incredible piece. Go to whoop.com, spelled W-H-O-O-P.com, and use code SKINNY at checkout to save 15% today. That's whoop.com, code SKINNY. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostic are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Uh-huh. So blessed, so grateful for the show and how successful it was. And I remember sitting on the couch with my friends, like it was my best friend, my other best friend, we're just in our little apartment in Hollywood. And like my phone is just like on fire. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like my life is changing in front of me. And like, I can't do anything to stop it. And so I was getting like overwhelmed. My face got like really red and I was like about to like faint. So they had to give me like a Xanax and like tell me to relax. Cause like the day I hit a million followers, it was the day I hit 2 million followers. There's moments in my podcasting history where someone, a guest walks in and the threesome just clicks. And this threesome, this was like a functioning threesome. It's like you and I communicated before this threesome and like all things just fit together nicely. Yeah. And I think it's a, <laughs> I, you know, we, we did a podcast, uh, popping the cherry first, watching porn on the podcast together during a threesome. Yeah. A lot was going on during this episode, sex tapes, masturbation, threesomes, talk about threesomes with friends. I mean, we we went, uh, Khloe Kardashian, Selena Gomez. We went everywhere. It was a wild episode. Uh, the reason though, I have to tell you, I love this episode personally is yes, it goes everywhere and Harry is amazing, but he is so charismatic and so open and unapologetically himself in the best way. And I'm just obsessed 
with that generation. I love how I love how they don't give a fuck. Well, I like when you meet someone and you think they're going to be some way and then you and then they're somewhere different. And Harry's everything that he presents online and more. I thought he was articulate, I thought he was smart, I thought he was deep thinking. I really like the kid. Can I call him a kid because I'm getting to be an old man? I really like him. Everyone's going to appreciate. I feel like that last week we talked about midwives and holistic births and pregnancy and on this episode we're talking about sex tapes, wieners, and threesomes. Well, maybe this should have been like the prequel because this is kind of the tip on how you get to that step, right? <laughs> this is how like you get you do this first and then you get to the pregnancy part. Whatever works. Anyways, guys, if you like this episode, stay tuned because we're going on his podcast. That's right. He is a podcaster. He has the podcast Tap In with Harry Jowsey. You also may recognize him as a reality television personality and social media influencer. He has 4 million followers. Holy shit. He rose to fame with New Zealand's reality dating show, Heartbreak Island, and then later with Netflix reality dating series, Too Hot to Handle. Okay, I have to tell you, when he came into the Dear Media office, people were very excited. He maybe was too hot to handle for people. With that, let's welcome entrepreneur, podcaster, reality television personality, Harry Jowsey. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. He has his uh, Lana Rhodes outfit on today, but then you showed up. So wow. like, you know, is that where your balls are at? <laughs> <laughs> his balls are out. Is that a Cialis? He's ready to rock. He has his Viagra, Pornhub's wow. on, Lana Rhodes is pulled up, wow. the whole thing. It sounds like you might know Lana Rhodes. Yeah, I'm great friends. Well, not great friends, though, but I'm friends with her. Oh, how does it feel to be great friends with Lana Rhodes? Are your guy friends jealous? I think that, yeah, I think most guys are pretty jealous. Like she's, but she's really awesome. Like once you get to meet her or like get to know her, she's very empowering and a very smart individual. She's got a great personality. Great personality. I know. And a great skill set. That's <laughs> a great skill set. She is beautiful. She's stunning. Okay, so you start your podcast with three cancelable. No, that was just a terrible joke. Oh, you oh, don't. So, but you don't no, really that do was that. a joke. No way. Oh. Oh, yeah. that was a joke. Yeah. Well, maybe, we yeah. could do it. maybe we could do it anyway. Like, what no, 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 no. I'm not trying to get canceled yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> has, it, has it happened to you before? Yeah, a couple of times. Okay. Yeah, How many well times? Deserved, How I many think times? Two, two times, but it was well deserved. For those of who don't know why you were canceled. I don't remember. <laughs> you know what? My publicist is here. I'm going to get in trouble. But you know what? It's like like our publicist too, right? So like, are yeah. we like, oh, like yeah. how is this going to work? <laughs> yeah, how is this going to work? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So give us a little bit of background on you as a person, where you grew up. Yeah. Your accent is, it's, it's, it's kind of a medley. It sounds like to me, you said yeah. it's Australian, but tell us a little bit about your childhood. Yeah. So I grew up in a, a rural town in Australia called Yapoon. Everyone seems to laugh because it's the most random place. There's like, it's a very, very tiny town. There's 19,000 people in the surrounding area. So not even the town. So Grew up very small town and my mom's from England. My dad is from New Zealand. So I have like a weird, so some words will sound a little bit more English. Other words will sound like from New Zealand. Then I got kicked out of all the schools in Australia. So I had to go to school in New Zealand. I was just a piece of shit. I, had, I started a riot, like a paramedic got knocked out. Like it was a, ter- it was the worst thing that happened. Well, it was probably the best thing for me, but it was like a terrible. How old? I was 17. Okay. And they were like blowing up toilets with like chlorine bombs and like making firecrackers and like one of my friends like blew off like one of his fingers trying to make it was a terrible time i was just a piece of shit kid just like having but 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 not malicious <laughs> just having fun yeah having fun and then uh, yeah people got hurt which was the worst part michael also was quite the rebel when yeah, he was i can tell <laughs> yes he was got a bit of bad boy look oh yeah he was quite the <laughs> rebel he, i remember one time we were in 7th grade and he 
moon the principal. No, well, that, with no, his full no. asshole. You guys have been together that long? We haven't been together the whole time. We've known oh. each other since we were sixth grade. Right. Wow. Long time. I can't get rid of him. I can't tell. Oh, oh my god, Taylor! Our goddamn studio is falling apart. <laughs> you bring Harry in the studio and it's falling apart. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, Michael was was not the best kid either. But yeah. I I actually think that a lot of rebels in middle school and high school turn out to be really creative entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're getting your asshole out at like what, grade seven, like you're, you're probably set for life. Like you're, yeah. you're on a good path. My teachers didn't seem to think so at the time. They yeah. told me the exact opposite. They just opposite. didn't know what they were looking They're at. They're like, listen, son, put your asshole away. And I was like, what are you talking <laughs> about? This is an entrepreneurial asshole. Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> Stare at it. When, <laughs> I, if I, when I give keynotes, I'm like, listen, everybody put your asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, there, there is a thing where you put your son, with your asshole towards the sun and it charges you up. I yeah. do that all the time. You actually do it? Yeah. It's called butthole sunning. Right. See, I was going to do it, but I didn't want my neighbors to like look at me and like take a photo. And Why? It's like, such good content for you. That's true. Harry was caught butthole sunning. Yeah. Yeah. It has a ring to it. Getting his little raisin out. Get, yeah. Getting his raisin out. Like yeah. your brown hole. <laughs> wow. A little freckle. <laughs> if you need content ideas, like I could give you like a few, like yeah. butthole sunning is a great one. Yeah. Uh, tr- trust me. I have like a mask you can do for your ball sack. Like all- A mask? Yeah. Really? Listen, you yeah. you don't seem to need too much help right now, which we're going to get into. But if you, <laughs> but if you want to take it to that next level, yeah, like I would re- like my like nuts. If you really wanted to go to that next level and get yeah. beyond this, like kind of stuff you're playing around on the internet, like you really <laughs> want to get the girls going, like this, you'll get, you'll get your balls. Butthole sunning, though, on a side note, is actually really good for you because it's the one area that doesn't get any sun, and so it charges that area, and it actually like goes in like your body. And gives you energy. It's is not, there a science behind this or is this just... A hundred percent. Google it. I'm not joking. I know I'm going to fucking wake up tomorrow <laughs> and you're going to have the two chihuahuas and you're going to be bent over like you were when you mooned the principal butthole sunning. Possible. <laughs> it's... We should do it. I mean, we should, do a, we should have like a, a group outing with influencers. Listen, I got a whole list of questions here on how I can take. I got to. I, I looked at your page. I'm like, I got to get my shit together. I got. I've been working out for nine months just to catch up with you, so I can get out there. I, Lord, I've been doing it all wrong, doing this stupid fucking podcast. Nobody can see me. I need to get out there with my shirt off yeah. and get my fucking lines hanging. Okay, out. let's talk. Let's talk about how you got into reality TV. Yes. 19 years old, mm-hmm. do you try out or do you get approached? My friend tagged me in a post on Facebook and then I was having a bit of a dark time in my life. So I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. And then I sent in some photos of me in my undies. And then, cause I was like, what? Like, I want to stand out. So I was like, I'm just going to be the only naked guy on like a normal show. And then uh, they hit me right away. And, and then uh, like a few days later, I flew out. Can you post the picture that you yeah it's on my Instagram it's on your Instagram already yeah, yeah, Taylor yeah. pull up this Instagram we have yeah, your yeah. we have your Instagram yeah we have your Instagram right. Right. it's like right down the, oh, oh, oh. Here we go. Look, is that look, it look, 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 look Lauren I gotta I gotta do this I gotta get a plant look it's right down the bottom oh my god look, there's a lot of lot of yeah Harry that's just a free stuff. Well, listen, you can, I mean. Oh, the, this is the free stuff. There's yeah. there's stuff that you charge for too, like OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. The office is in an uproar. I walked out there, but it, it is, the, the people are, it's going wild out there. <laughs> Hold on. Is, is, is full penis on OnlyFans? No, no, not what, yet. Can you show full penis on OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah, you can. Oh, you can. Tell us when. Yeah. Oh, it's it's way further down. Tell us when you can share penis Just, so you can get on OnlyFans or tell us when no, the you pictures. Can, you can fully, like I'm dropping a sex tape. You are? Yeah. Yeah. On March 16th. So you I'm know sure what? Though I bet you're going to choreo- choreograph it and do it like really like beautifully shot, huh? No. You're just going to just go for it. <laughs> it's like a Stevie shower. She's, Wait, she's hold on. Up. You got to give us more context. Her legs around my head. Was, Wait, you already have the sex tape? Yeah, it's done. 
Yeah. Can, can I have a little more context of this? Like, does it happen? Oh, it comes out tomorrow. What day is it? Yeah, it's March 15th. That's why you came on the show to promote the sex tape? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good on you, man. Wait. It's still for the dub. Oh, can you just release a sex tape online now? Like, how does that work? Yeah, what? Tiger's got like 50. Tiger has so many. And you can see his whole cock and balls. Really? And it's with like influences. You know what? Wait, do I need to get on OnlyFans? Yes. You know what? Is there okay. a market for pregnant women to yeah. have, <laughs> like, to do a sex tape? Okay, where is it? Uh, a little bit further. Actually, dude, look at the long hair. That was crazy. Is it? Maybe it's a little bit. Yeah, maybe it's up more. We're going deep. Yeah, if you see me in under, like a full like photo shoot in Tommy Hilfiger undies. Look at you on that horse. What the hell are you doing on there? Nah, it looks like that though. You know what I like about this generation? You're 24 now. I like how you, I how you guys normalize things that so many <laughs> people think are so taboo. It's like just normal to have a sex tape now. It's like having an Instagram account. No, it's not that one. No, it has actually, you can see the... I de the photographer definitely made my cock look way bigger than it actually is. So it was awesome. How do you make your cock look bigger than it is? I, th I think he photoshopped it, like blew it out a little bit. I'm sure there's inquiring minds listening that want to know how is they Is that can like an extra service you do with this? You're like, hey, like just... Yeah, can you just fluff this up a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Do you actually say that? No, no, no. He, he definitely did it because I was like, I was a bit of a boy at that, at that time. Like, Damn, did they take it down? Did it get removed? They might have taken it down. Sorry, girls. There's other pictures on there though. For it's, your it's definitely... Here, I'll Google it. So, okay. okay, go back. Here. <laughs> I gotta, we have honestly, a lot of questions. You know what? I'm mad because I'm looking at this page and I'm like, I've been doing it all wrong. If you Maybe you're wanna, doing it right. If you want to take pictures without your shirt on with your cock hanging out, I'm all for it. I'll I mean, support it. I'll, uh, I'll growth hack it. Harry, what do you think? You think I could get in? The, you, am I too old? Am I, if I, am I missed no, the boat? He has no a big way. personality. Oh, he's a huge personality. Huge. Wow. I, I don't know. marry a small personality. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I can't do that for the rest of my life. Yeah, here, yeah, this is, it's like that. Someone, I guess it's signed. But oh, it, hold on. I, I gotta see this. Yeah. I gotta that's look. That's so okay, so my this, signature so, on eBay. So this comes out, you get picked up. And no, then, he sends this picture in. I send it in. Yeah, because okay. they, they, they're full catfish moment. Can I did you, not look like that. <laughs> okay, so so you sent it in and then they automatically cast you without talking to you? Yeah, they, they hit me back like right away and he's like, I think you'd be perfect. His name was Chris Howe, great guy. And he's like, I think you'd be perfect. And then, yeah, right away, they flew me out within two days and then we did all the intro shots. And then uh, we flew to the airport, met all the dudes and we went on the plane and went to Fiji. It's crazy. So what's it like filming your first reality television show before Too Hot to Handle? Like, what is, that, what is that experience like when you're not used to it? I think I was like, obviously like really nervous. Like didn't really know what to expect. And all you're going up against like really attractive dudes. So like, obviously you're going to feel like a little bit insecure, a little bit worried. You don't know what to expect. So you're constantly like always anxious. Like oh, there's so much anxiety. You don't know what's actually going on. Like you, you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring and you don't have your phone, your friends or your family. So you can't really like call anyone or talk to anyone. So obviously I went in like super anxious, but then I kind of just have like, I don't give a fuck type attitude. And then when people started reading into it too much is when I just got a little bit more playful. And I was like, oh, we're just here to film a show. We're not here to like, like this isn't the end of the world. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I have been telling you about BetterHelp, you guys. It is therapy that is accessible, affordable, and convenient. You can do it in the comfort of your own home. If you're having any kind of struggle, you can sign up today and you can get help right away. You don't have to get in the car. You don't have to make an appointment. You don't have to check in. You don't have to do all the annoying pain points that you typically have to do to book a therapy appointment. 
And I really dove in to BetterHelp because I wanted to know more about it. And I learned that there's a lot of physical symptoms that we hold in our body that could mean that there's something wrong. For instance, a lot of people have physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, even digestive issues like gut issues. Maybe you're sleeping too little, you're sleeping too much, you're under eating, you're overeating. This is the time, in my opinion, when you need therapy because stress shows up in all different kinds of ways. You never know how it's going to manifest. So if you're having these physical symptoms, talking it out through therapy can be super beneficial. I personally have been a fan of therapy since I was 17 years old. I think that honestly, if you're having something that's going on, the best way to deal with it is to talk it out. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Skinny Confidential. Him and her listeners get 10% off their first month. All you have to do is go to betterhelp.com slash skinny. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash skinny. Do you think that's a, a manipulation tactic when they say you can't talk to your friends and family and have your phone? Like, what are those little tactics that they use against you guys? Well, that that shit is so crazy because it it legitimately like because it it becomes your entire world like that whole that whole like bubble because they cut you off from everything else. Yeah, you like after a week, like you fully like you're just immense in it, and you can't like think about anything else. You're thinking about is this person doing this shit? Like, what's going on? Like, you f- kind of fully forget that you actually have like a normal life. That's why people cry so much on these shows. Like when someone leaves, it's because like mentally, like you're fully like, holy shit, if this person goes like, they're pretty much dying. Like that's how it feels. But then once you like get out of that mentality and realize that it's just a show, you need to relax. And then like, so there's, I think, I don't know if I cried in any of the shows when people left, I probably laughed because everyone was just like <laughs> upset about it. I was like, come on, you're going to see him in a week. Like we're going to have the rap party. It's going to be fine. <laughs> But people get so immersed in it. They like think that yeah. that's all they can see. Yeah, because they think that like this is like this $100,000 that you're going to win on the show is like the only money you're ever going to make. Like, holy shit. Like, they're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, but how do they not think like strategically down the line? Because that- we're not we're not cast because we're smart people. Well, I would disagree <laughs> with that though. Because uh, talking with you off air, like you seem like you're pretty no, strategic. No, it's a big persona. <laughs> it's, it's a big persona. Yeah. Okay. So we're not going to see you like, I feel like you're going to be like a businessman. No, no, no. No, no. Yeah. His publicist is shaking her head. Yes. No, but you're more thoughtful than, than you're giving yourself credit. I could tell. Yeah. I could tell when you what walk do you in. mean? That yeah. You don't build this. This is not on accident. Because listen, there's a lot of good looking dudes. No, I mean, not to take anything away from you, but like not yeah. a lot of people do what you're doing here. And you know, you my cock out. <laughs> no, but but in a way where like you've you've hit a vein where you get attention and you've doubled yeah. down and you know how to do it, right? Not to you know what I'm saying? Like a lot yeah. of people, like there's a lot of guys that could put their cock out and, and have some True. abs, but not a lot of people take it to where you're taking it. Damn, yeah, I Taylor, that. I don't know if your if your cock was out on Instagram, if it would quite have the same effect. I would just get someone to Photoshop it. You'd right. get someone yeah, to Photoshop it, it. Like it's pretty easy. I think on like the face face app or whatever it's called, you can make it make everything a little bit bigger. I'm going to take a picture of Michael tonight in his boxers and test it out. I'm going to f- see if I can Photoshop your penis. Okay, so on your first reality show before Too Hot to Handle, are you hooking up with girls on the show? Yes. I think I just had sex with one of them. On the show? Yeah, on TV. So do they do they film you like fucking or is it like behind a door? No, no, no. There's cameras. Like they can see everything. Number one, they have to watch because they have to make sure it's all safe. And you don't care? No. 
You're like, just like, whatever. I was so excited because I'm like, this is going to be awesome. Are you drunk? No, nah, not really. If I was drunk, it'd be a good excuse to say I lasted longer, but I'm pretty sure it was like done in a couple minutes. So like, yeah, I was pretty sober. I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> I actually like appreciate it. It's self-aware. Yeah. You well, know? When I first looked at your page, I'm like, I don't know about this. But then I started like paying attention. I, I, I can, listen, man, you got a lot of charisma, right? And, it, yeah. and I think you're self-deprecating <laughs> and you can, I can see why you've hit a vein here because again, you're, I don't, I don't look at you as just some like good looking dude. That's like yeah. I'm bopping around. Like you, like <laughs> you've got a personality behind it. <laughs> uh, is there it. a lot of drug use behind the scenes on those, these reality shows to get you guys like lubed up or is no. it? No. No, I wish, I wish, like, it would have been a different show. Uh, I would have been climbing the coconut trees if we go crazy. No, uh, there, there isn't. They they really restrict like your alcohol intake as well. So you, people only have like two drinks before they're, before they're like cut off. Like there's only, rarely they'll give you a, like if you're a awareness suite, like they'll give you a bottle of wine or something. But like, it's literally two drinks. But for me, I am the biggest lightweight. If I have two drinks, like I am shit faced. Like I'm having a great time. Wait, what? I thought you were going to say that you needed like 40 drinks. No, no, no. I see, I don't usually drink. And then once I do, because I like always like restrict myself. But once I finally like have a, like I had a shot the other night and I was fucking blasted. Like I was like, holy shit, I need to get out of here before I fall over. What, you restrict yourself because of like, you have to keep your abs tight or you restrict yourself because <laughs> you want to. I find that once I self-discipline, that's when I'm way more productive. So I'm up at 5.30 every day and make sure that I go to bed at like eight or nine at night. So and just try and keep that my uh, food intake right and make sure that I don't reward myself until I'm like worthy of it. I don't know. It's kind of fucking <laughs> bit dramatic. <laughs> oh, at 24, <laughs> I was not disciplined like that at yeah. all. Like it's to say you're waking up at 5.30 in the morning and going to bed at eight or nine is crazy yeah. to me at 24 years old. I mean, you were out like, Listen, where I would, were we? I was picking myself up somewhere at 5.30. <laughs> I was going to bed at like one in the morning. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty impressive that you're up at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, I just find that in this industry and like being an influencer, it's really easy to be complacent yeah. and like be so comfortable with like what's coming and like just not even think about tomorrow. But like for me, I'm like, damn, I worked this hard to get here. Why would I just piss it away by getting drunk every night and like fucking around with these other influencers? Like I don't really care. I just rather focus on learning new skills, investing in stuff and just trying to keep the wheels moving forward and, you know, doing some more scandals here and there. We're going to get into the scandals. <laughs> so what's the difference in the culture at 24 in Australia and in America? Like, do you yeah. find that Americans are partying more or partying less? I think it's probably pretty equal, but yeah. I, f I find that Australians, like we hit it hard. Like we get so fucked up. Like I find that in your, when you're in America, American men, they drink to go out because they want to get pussy. Yeah. But then American uh, Australian dudes, they drink to go out because they want to get fucked up with the boys. Yeah. So it's like a real weird dynamic because... We'll be out with American dudes and they're just so focused on like this girl. That girl. I was like, I'm just here to have a good time. Like fucking relax. You would fit right maybe into Australia. I know. That's yeah. exactly how you, I feel like you were. Maybe you're a long lost brother. Before, no. we got, before we dated, I feel like that's how you were. No, you that, I mean, those Australia. are like the dudes that, that's the guys that I always had the most fun with. It's like, you yeah. go out and get blasted and see what happens. If a girl yeah. came along, great. But like, that wasn't, like, I always It's found, never the priority. Yeah, I always find those guys strange where it's like they base their whole thing around, like, do, like and it's all they talk about. It's like, bro, like, relax. Like, yeah. It's fine. But you know, I always feel like those guys always have the hardest time too. The worst time because it's all they're thinking about. It's yeah. like, whatever, just let it, if it happens, it happens. Like, 
Take okay, a deep breath. this is a little side note story. Yeah. I um, one of my best friends is Australian. Shout out to Faith. And I was at her birthday party, and there was like a big group of Australian girls. And I was like, this is obviously before I was pregnant years ago. I, I walked up to him, and I'm like, Hi, I'm Lauren. Like I'm Faith's friend. Da, 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 da. And I go, Let's take a shot that we just met. They looked at me like I was so weird to take a shot. And really? so I told my friend Faith, I'm like, I wanted to take a shot. She said, oh, no, no, no. You don't take shots in Australia. We don't drink shots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that don't. true? Yeah, we don't. So this is a very American thing. So American. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Because <laughs> like everyone has like… Expose myself. No, they're, they're, it's, it's so funny that my friends from New Zealand are visiting at the moment. And we went to a, a bar and I'm so Americanized right now. And like, I'm not even drinking. But I was just like, should we get a bottle? And they're like, for what? Like they just walked and lined up at the bar and like got drinks. And I was like, you, like you guys don't want just to get a bottle of sparklers? Like, Wee! and then like, you can sit here and do it yourself. It's very American. Yeah, huh? they were so confused. Like, I don't get it. I'm like, oh, it's, I don't know. It's a bit more of a scene. I think I agree <laughs> with Australians. Like it is, it's kind of like, I don't know. Like why do a shot when you can just have a cocktail? Well, I think like in my mm. past days, it's like the shot gets you there quick. Yeah. Right. Like the end goal, we're just trying to get fucked up. You Not know? Harry though, because he's up at 5.30 yeah. a.m. Always so. that way? Even when you were… Always that way? Yeah. Okay, so you do the reality show. Do you automatically gain fame from the first reality show? Uh, yeah, I think I had 10,000 followers on Instagram because I was really trying to figure out how to be a model. But I got told that I was too tall and too fat. Yeah, I was like skinny fat. So it made me like realize that, okay, maybe this isn't for me. And then so we finished filming the show. And I think I gained like… I think I got to like 70,000 followers uh, on Instagram. And then I got verified. And… In New Zealand, like that's like a big deal. Like you're like pretty much fucking Angelina Jolie at that point. Like people are stopping you and shit. Like you'll be at a bar and like people trying to talk to you. But yeah, after that point, I kind of didn't really know what direction to take with it. And I had won the money from the show. So I started a sunglass company with my best friend. And then yeah, at that point, I was just like, this really hit the ceiling here. And I'm not motivated by anything else. Like I'd rather just focus on like, how do we get to the next level? Like how do we get to a, a bigger country, bigger opportunities? And here we are. So how does Too Hot to Handle happen? Because people fucking love this show. Is it, is it popular? When you joined the show, was it popular as it is now? I think no. Well, no one knew what it was. No, you you were the first. First season. And yeah. you, but at this time, you already felt like you were kind of on top of it, at least in New Zealand. Yeah, I was kind of like, I I knew, I kind of knew the direction. Like, I, I don't know, you have a feeling and like your purpose. Like when I went on the first show and I made people laugh and like I could see the DMs coming in and people like, oh, you're a dickhead. And like, or this was funny or that was funny. I see people out there like laugh at me. I was like, oh, this is what I meant to do. Like I get so much enjoyment out of just making people laugh. So then, yeah, the, the second show come around. But I was applying for shows for like four months. Like no one knew that. Like I was living with my best friend, Christian, in his, in his parents' house. Like literally like telling him like, this isn't it. Like applying for every single show. DMing people on Instagram like, hey, I know you're in the UK. Like what's, who was the person that cast you for this show? Like how do I get in contact with them? And then I finally got through… There's one, guy, there's one guy called Sam King. And, and which shows were this? Any kind of show or just anything? anything. anything. You were yeah, just trying to like, get on TV. MTV, X on the Beach. Like I was DMing girls like, hey, let me pretend that I'm your ex. Love Island, Australia, Love Island, UK. Like, Because I have a UK passport and I was trying to get on the UK one because I'm like, this is, this will be the golden golden egg. But it's, I made it through like a few rounds and then the guy that was casting me was like, hey, we have this other opportunity. I can't tell you what it is, but pro like I promise you it's going to be so much better for you. And I was like, fuck it. Like the universe has a plan. So just put me on whatever. And then before you get on Too Hot to Handle though, you just said that you were DMing girls saying, can I pretend to be your ex-boyfriend? So yeah. for people who are big reality TV lovers, how fucking fake is it? 
So fake. It's come on. <laughs> I'm such a housewife watcher. It's no, fake. Yeah, well, like the the ex on the beach stuff is pretty fake. Like there there was oh. a couple people from season one of my show. They recently did, I think, the USA one, and they they didn't even like. I don't think they ever sat down together ever at one point. Like it was always like the only time they ever hung out was on the show when we were filming with everyone. And then they tried to like, I guess, because they're, they're kind of no names. So they're like, oh, can we get on another show? But yeah, so some of the stuff is pretty fake. But then again, you know, like our show, they just kind of pointed a camera at us and let us just go crazy. So, so there's actually people that are cast to be people's ex-boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah. Legitimate, like legitimately like, because they want, they want one person on and then the other person maybe has some like Instagram cloud or whatnot. Maybe they've hung out or they know each other. or Maybe they've had sex one time and they're like, okay, you guys are perfect exes. So sometimes it's a little bit dramatic. This is one of the best deals you have ever heard about on this podcast. Everyone should use this. You get two months free of Obey Fitness. So you can go on and get eight thousand on-demand fitness workouts, live classes, and connect with a community. You can get strength training, Pilates, Sculpt, Yoga, Hit with no equipment necessary. There really is now no excuse. You get two months free of this fitness program. You can do any kind of courses. They even have like body comp, 30-day programs, pre and postnatal. I personally am a fan of their Pilates classes. I love Matt Pilates. And it's so amazing to be able to do Pilates in the comfort of my own home with Obey Fitness. Like I said, you guys, wherever you are in your fitness journey, you can jump right in. You get two months free of Obey. Just use code SKINNY2 at Obey Fitness. That's obefitness.com to get started. Use code SKINNY2 at Obey Fitness, obefitness.com. Okay, Harry, here's the question. Oh. So if Michael <laughs> and I decide to do a reality television show yeah. ever, which I don't know. I, I got to wrap my head around it and be yeah. executive producer. Just threw that out there. <laughs> just to let everyone just know. Is. Anyone, is, anyone who's reaching out, just to let, I need to be EP. Can you pretend to be my ex-boyfriend? Oh, yeah, And sure. I'll tell you why. I love the difference between you guys' height. <laughs> Wow. Oh, she's, wow, she's coming with No, 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 no. I always come for him for a sight. That's the only thing I can make fun of him for. He's yeah. perfect in every single way. And oh. by the way, oh, did, he's you just, tall. did you just neg me to bring me back up? Yeah, he's yeah, tall. Yeah. It's oh, called God. a compliment sandwich. You, it works that? wonders. <laughs> did you take mysteries class or yeah. what? Jeez. Can you pretend to be my ex boyfriend? Perfect. Okay, okay. you yeah. swear? Yeah, I'm 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 perfect toxic ex boyfriend. Perfect. Yeah, I'll okay. cast it. Yeah. Cast. Done. <laughs> done. Okay. Too hot to handle. Yeah. So you get on the show. Someone accidentally reaches, not accidentally, but reaches out to you and says, I can't tell you what this is. Yeah. How do you find out what it is? And how is it immediate? Is it right away? Did it take time? Did you have to go audition, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah. I think the, the crazy thing was, or it, <clears throat> it did take time. So you have to do like psych tests, background tests. Like they, they go through like every type of uh, like background check to make sure that you're good enough or like that you're okay to go on a show like this. But we flew out. So I didn't know the show like and and the people that I was living with, they're like, hey, like I'm not sure about this. Like we've heard the questions that they've been asking you. Like we don't know if this, like we don't know what you're walking into. And I was like, fuck it. Like what have I got to lose? Like I'm getting flown to Mexico. It's going to be a good time. And what are some of these questions that are like popping red flags in their head? Um, how, like how many people have you slept with? When was the last time you had sex? Have you ever had a threesome? Like, have you ever like had a threesome with a guy or have you ever done this? Or have you ever done that? Like it was very- What were your answers? You can't tell us the questions and not tell us the answers. Have I ever had it? How many people have I slept with? 
I can't say that. I'll, okay, okay. 11. <laughs> 11,000. Okay, 11. I, I tell girls 11. 11. 11. That's a good number because it doesn't feel like it's too even. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't feel like it's like really too good. low. Yeah. <laughs> I always tell girls 11, but they're okay. But Never believe a guy if he tells you 11, Yeah, by the way. never, never believe them. Have I ever had a threesome? Yes. Have I ever had a threesome with a dude? Yes, my best friend, Chris Chan. We, uh, it was a, that was a crazy afternoon in a movie theater. With this <laughs> poor girl. Um, anyway. Canceled. <laughs> yeah, canceled. <laughs> But yeah, a lot of the questions were just pretty, pretty invasive because they want to know like everything about you and as they should, because they want to make sure they have the, the crazy people on the show. But at that point, I still didn't know. Like it just said untitled dating show on all the contracts I signed. And it said it was just a production company that was on the thing. So I was like, I don't know. It's for Netflix. Don't know. Like I just got told it's a good idea. So I flew out to Mexico and the craziest shit is they put every single cast member in different hotels around the city. So like there's no chance that you can go and meet another person. So like I'm walking around like the hotel, like wonder if I'll see another hot person. Like you're kind of like staring at people if you're just like, are you are you here for the show? Like, you because you don't know. Like obviously I found this out after. So I was like trying to talk to people. I'm like, hey, like, are you on the show? Like, what the? No, we're at the hotel. Like I'm here with my family. Um, but <laughs> they have like one person that like follows you as well. So you have like someone that's always like looking after you and you're there for like a week before and you don't know anything. So you're just waking up and like, fingers crossed, like I go in today or fingers crossed that this happens. And the craziest shit is, is they'll fly out like 15 extra people as well that like some people have been sitting in this, when we're filming the show, like some people were sitting in the hotel the whole time because they were waiting for someone to say like, this is my type. Like I like girls with like brown curly hair that are from Hawaii and they're like, cool, we'll pull her in. That's, the, that's Harry's type and maybe it will cause like a, some drama. Like that's the type of shit that they do. They always have like people around. Yeah, like I feel bad because I had someone that like DM me and just like, oh yeah, I was meant to be on the show, but they just put me in the hotel for a month. Like I didn't know. And they never, they never went on the show? Never went on the show. That's yeah. like quarantine. Yeah, they have they have people like just around just in case, like in case something kicks off. Because like, you never give know. Me the, give, me the, for, 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 give me the premise of this show, like quick rundown, just because I'm stupid and I haven't watched it. But yeah. give me the full premise. Like, but like, oh, you're, uh, you're watching well, it now. Now that I, well, I have to, I, I'm, I, a di- I'm a different person listen, on that show. No, no, no. Now that he has context, no. he's going to, he loves reality. I shows. like to have people on this show and not have a lot of context. And then yeah. I go in after because I'm now, then I can be like, hey. And then you DM me, but no, you're a cunt. Why did you say that? I'm going <laughs> to sit next to some, some, one of my bozo friends, but like, hey, you know, I know Harry. But anyway, so what's the, what's the exact, premise here is like you yeah. go in so they, so they get people that are like super horny and super revved up <laughs> and they put us on this or in this like sick sick villa and there's rules that get dropped so you can't kiss you can't have sex you can't do anything uh, sexual and okay. if you do you lose money off the prize fund okay and there's a hundred thousand dollars up for grabs so they wanted us to build like deeper meaningful connections Ooh. and like like because obviously it's, without being physical yeah so like sex is obviously super like people just fuck all the time now so they're trying to like help younger people like be a little bit more focused on like the emotional connection as well. But so did you? I, no, I fucked. Yeah, I was going oh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. I think I fucked almost every single girl on that show apart from two now. So yeah. you were just going wild. No, after the show, I was just like, oh, fuck it. Like, what no, am I going to do? No, no, no. I'm talking about on the show. On the show, I had I had sex. So you lost. <laughs> no, I lost like thirty two thousand dollars, but I made it back. You made it back. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You made it back on the show or you made it back after the show just doing other things? No, no, no. Uh, on, on the show. On the show. show. Yeah, because so me and my um, 
girlfriend at the time, me and my ex now, but we got put in a, cause we were spending so much money and everyone was getting, everyone was getting pissed off and we were kind of getting outcast. And so they were just like, look, we're going to put you guys, you have 24 hours in this confined suite. And if you guys touch each other, like even brush each other, you can like, you lose all the money. And, but if you don't, you get to make the money back. So we, we go in and mind you, like she was pretty drunk. I had a couple drinks and I was like, fuck, like everyone just like yelled at us. So I was like, fuck these guys. Like, we could just go and fuck it up for them. And we were sitting there and we had, had a flower. I remember like, we have sex, we don't have sex. We have, I was trying to leave it up to a flower, but she like <laughs> swatted out of my hand. There was like sex toys everywhere. There was a bottle of champagne. There was all this stuff. So I don't know what to do. So we just started playing like hide and go seek. I was like, it's really silly because it's a small room. But I went in the bath and I like tried to show her how I could like freestyle. I don't know. We're just, just being and like And are big your kids. clothes on? Uh, no. Well, clothes are off. Well, in the bath, they're naked. You're yeah. naked. Yeah. This sounds like torture. Well, it was, it was like, a, and the thing is, it was a full 24 hours. Like they brought us breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like full 24 hours. Like we were losing our minds. So I just started. It's to- actually, that sounds like, this is like if I was going to do like and, a Chinese torture tactic, this sounds like an amazing tactic. And they you up with people that you've already let them know that you're attracted to. No, no, no. So you, you meet everyone. When, once you first walk in, like you meet everyone. Uh, as it is, and you don't know who you're attracted to or what's going on. So then obviously you get like, you know, your, your days are pretty much spent trying to figure out each other and who's like a good person for you. So what happened? Okay, so you go on the show, you have, you get a massive platform, everyone's watching. What happens to your life after this? Like, did it, did it pan out the way you envisioned getting on a television show and then? Yeah, I think to be honest, I'm so blessed, so grateful for the show and how successful it was. And especially it was in the middle of quarantine when everyone was at home. That was the weirdest shit because like I remember sitting on the couch with my friends, like with my best friend, my other best friend, we're just in our little apartment in Hollywood and like my phone is just like on fire. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like my life is changing in front of me and like I can't do anything to stop it. And so I was getting like overwhelmed, like to the point where like my face was like, I, I get really red in the face when I get nervous. So like my my face got like really red and I was like about to like faint. So they had to give me like a Xanax and like tell me to relax because like, uh, the day I hit a million followers, it was the day I hit two million followers. Like my phone was on oh, wow. fire like that. It was oh, crazy. Yeah, wow. Any Anytime I would post a TikTok, I would jump like 100,000 followers. Like, because everyone was so like, because you're in quarantine, no one had anything to do, but like, look at us idiots. And is the response, is it nice? Is it good? Is it supportive? Is it a mix? Oh, yeah. um, Everything. Well, I, I think at the, initially, like everyone wants to pick the winning horse and everyone wants to be nice and you get all these comments. And then, you know, as shit like kicks off and as, this person's like leaves a nasty comment about this person here. Things start to get a little bit heated. And then obviously, you know, anything, I, anytime I mention the show or whatnot now, like I do get a lot of hate on, on whatever it is. So I just try and like to, to push away from it and keep like trying to make funny content. Cause for me, like that's what I'm here to do. Like I'm just here to make people laugh. But yeah. And now around the show, there's, there's some like bad connotations and stuff like that or towards me anyway. Sure. And how, and so, as a young guy, obviously, and you're just like, and you get a massive plow, and that's a big, that's a big Huge. jump, right? How do you, how do you deal with that? Like, do you, without it, having an ego, because you seem yeah. very down to earth. I, that's, uh, you would think like for a 24 year old to jump the way you've jumped mm. and to have, it seems like this much a, attention, a medley of girls, <laughs> like your ego seems very controlled, which is unique. Yeah. I think it's because I have great people around me. The, I think the biggest blessing was the fact that the show happened in quarantine. Like I didn't have an opportunity for, to go out and everyone to like be on my nuts. Cause like you can't go anywhere. So I'm just like with my friends and I was like, oh, this is cool. So then when we all went out together, 
and like people like want a photo and stuff. I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, why do people want to talk to me? And it kind of clicked. But yeah, I don't know. I just think it comes down to mindset. Like I first off, like when I first got into this and when it all started like kicking off, I I made it very apparent to myself, like this is all rented. Like I don't own, I don't own any of this audience. I don't own anyone's opinions. I don't own any of this stuff. It's just all rented and it's not going to be around forever. So I need to do what I can to just like keep things moving forward, but also just be super grateful for the fact that people even like that there's nearly like 10 million people that care about me. That is wild. 10 million people. Yeah. You said that you were on your couch in West Hollywood. How did you go from Australia to West Hollywood? Did you want to be an actor? Did you just think Hollywood was the right spot for you? What, what happened in that gap? So I we, we come back from finish, finished filming the show and I was a little bit confused, but I was literally, I was looking at my best friend, Christian, and I was like, the ceiling is so low here. Like for what we want to do and where we want to go, I can't see us taking it any further. So I just said, sell all your shit. Like, let's let's just move to America. So I had, I think I had like three or 5,000. I think I had $5,000 in my bank account and I spent 1,800 on it getting his mom a purse just to say thank you for like taking care of me. Went to the embassy in Sydney, got my, uh, it's a B1, B2 visa. So I was here for, so I have six months to figure it out. So, and then I went to New Zealand and then we flew out to LA together. And then I was selling shit on my Instagram. Like I was trying to figure out how to, do this and that. And I started a few e-commerce brands. I was doing a bit of drop shipping. Like I was, I would go to bed at 1 a.m. and wake up at 6 every single day just trying to make ends meet until the show hit. And then when the show hit, I had a sunglass store up. I had my merch store up. And I had a whole bunch of other ventures that made me like be able to float for, for that month and like take the foot off the pedal. Not a lot of people who are on reality <laughs> television show have the foresight to see that gap yeah. between before the show comes out and when it comes out. And for you to have all these different businesses set up is really impressive. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I just, I, I was looking at it like I have a butterfly net uh, and I can catch people's data or I can catch people coming across and like looking at me like, why would I not have a link in my bio? Like, I know it's not, I know the show is not going to be the biggest show forever. Like, it's, I'm not going to be asked back for the second season because they want more people on. So I was like, I just have literally one month to figure it out and like to try and make the most out of it. Like I remember in the group chat where we had with the other cast members on our show, I was like, yo, just like, I'm begging you just like get like a printful.com thing and just like put like, just print on demand, like just put your name on a shirt, like just do something because I promise you won't regret it. And and then it was like six months after the show, they'd be like, bro, can you post my like phone cases? I was like, no, you're fucking melon. <laughs> You're a loser. <laughs> you are known as like, I feel like a little bit of a player yeah. with, with the girls. <laughs> I first want to know yeah. how you manage that. Do girls get mad at you all the time? What's the energy there? I think that I got, I, I, well, the title was well-deserved, but it was when the show was in its peak. So like I'd be out and like a girl, like a girl that I've always had a crush on would be like, yo, can I come home with you? And then I'm like, sure. So then I'd get like, I think for like, but like a, that wasn't coming home with you before the show or that was yeah like girls that like didn't know I existed or like right. I'd always like had a crush on them on Instagram so I'd be like so for six months or probably a lot longer I was just like just going crazy and now like I'm a little bit more reserved like I at that point I didn't have any discipline so I was like going out and I was looking shit like the, the last photo that I posted on Instagram like where I was skinny fat that was like at that point in time and I was just like didn't care about my mindset or my body or who I gave my energy to this year or the past year, I've been a little bit more cautious about who I 
let close to me because I don't want to feel drained. I only want to feel energized when I'm around the right people. Because you know, like when you're around like someone that like builds you up and like makes you feel excited and ecstatic, you just leave that room like buzzing and on a different level. And I realized that I was hanging around a lot of low energy people and people that made me not get excited about the future. So I'm like, this isn't this isn't where I feel cool. Like I when I did a retreat in Costa Rica and all the people there were like billionaires or had crazy stories. Like this one lady beat cancer twice. And I remember leaving that whole retreat just like, I'm just vibrating on a different level right now. And I come back and my friends are just like, let's go to hide and like do ketamine and finger girls at the club. I'm like, it's not what I want to do. Do ketamine and finger girls at the club. I'm you know like, what, I'm Harry? Like, that's that's, that's the clip. Do. That's the clip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, but, is that what people, I'm, am I just old? No yeah. one was giving me ketamine and fingering me at the club when you, I was You went 24. to the wrong clubs. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I didn't I didn't give you any ketamine, but I think I fingered you in a couple clubs. <laughs> you actually fingered me. This is a true story. We've never told it on the podcast. In No, your dad's no, listening. No, 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 no. In home ec class through my overalls in seventh in grade. The oh, of the classroom, yeah. So wow. Harry was Harry's in hide <laughs> fingering girls with ketamine, but you were Harry, fingering you were, me through you, my overalls in I, seventh grade. I'm pretty sure I fingered you would, someone. You and I are, it's lucky we, we kind of missed each other by <laughs> okay, like a little generation. This, this is just a side note. Fingering someone in overalls is a great move because it's just you just slide in. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's right. no if they're like open uh, girls, let's bring back the overalls. I called yeah. it up, I said, Where are your fucking overalls? Yeah, today? Yeah, you want me to wear those overalls out. every single day. I'm like, you can't wear them every day. Okay, so, <laughs> so, so yeah. you get back, you're around low energy people. How do you take inventory of, of your friends? Like, do you tell them well, we can't be friends or do nah. you just slowly move away? I think that's a bit, yeah, like all my, like the people that I get advice from, they're like, oh, you should have the conversation. It's like, well, I don't want to not be friends with this person, but I also don't want to, like, I don't want to give more than I receive. Like, I want to, like, I, I think that this year I've had to be able to be selfish, which has been really difficult, but it's also been the most rewarding thing that I've done. Like be so selfish with my time, like be so selfish. Like hey, I want to learn a new skill. Like I've been taking acting classes and I have to learn how to do an American accent. And like, I wouldn't be able to do that if I was like going out and like doing, going to dinner or doing this with these people. So it's been, it's been really, really rewarding. Like just flipping that switch. But I think, yeah, to, to back to your point is, not telling people like, hey, fuck off. Like you're a deadbeat loser. Like I don't want anything to do with you. It's just like, oh no, I can't tonight. Like still checking in and making sure that they know that you care. But it's just like, I my priorities are like a little bit shifted. You don't cut them off. You slowly back away. Yeah, you just you just change your priorities. You're like, hey, like, you still text them. Like, hey, like how's life? But you just want to make sure that you're more focused on your goal instead of focused on pleasing them. I feel like every woman who has been pregnant can relate to what I'm about to say. You know how during pregnancy, your hair is all lush and thick and glowy, and then you give birth and everything just gets stripped away. (laughs) It's like you give birth and your hair just automatically dries up or something. I remember I was in the shower post birth with Zaza and there was like hair that was in my brush and in the sink, more hair than usual. And so what I did was I went on a mission to figure out what I can do. And there's three things I did. First, I microneedled my scalp. I talk about this all the time. You got to try it. Then I did scalp massage. The third thing I did was Nutrafol. I talk about this all the time. It has two targeted formulas that are clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding. The less shedding is what got me. So I started doing that post-Saza. 
I have noticed such a huge difference. And I definitely am going to use this whole formula with the microneedling scalp massage and Nutrafol when I'm postpartum with our next baby. There's a clinical study that says 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. You guys, this is so popular. It's all over the internet. Every single celebrity hairstylist has recommended Nutrafol to me. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com slash skinny. You save 15% off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to US customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. You get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash skinny. Can you please, in your American accent, say hello, skinny confidential, him and her? I can't, I can't, I'm still terrible. Okay, when you get the American when accent, I, I expect an interview <laughs> in the American yeah, accent. I sound robotic. Now. It's a good, it's a good um, a practice for you to be here and do the let, American. Let me ask you this: This is like a little bit of a conundrum you might be in, and I, I actually like make it a little personal here. Yeah. When you have this abundance of women, what <laughs> at times, right? It sounds like you calm down a little bit. How do you, how do you one, how do you manage that ego, and two, the second part is. How do you start attracting somebody that you can actually see yourself spending a significant amount of time with? Because I imagine at some period of time you start it starts to kind of feel Yeah. Redundant. And three, do you need Viagra? Yeah. Cialis no, <laughs> is the killer. Cialis okay, is Cialis. so good. You know what I'm saying? Like at some yeah. point you're probably like, oh, like it kind of yeah. a lot of guys are looking at you right now and being like, I fucking envy this dude. This fucking he's the man. But yeah. at the other you're probably at some point like, oh my God, like this becomes annoying. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is like, you know, obviously you guys have been together for a minute. So you know, like you get to understand each other's body, each other's mind, and there's nothing more attractive than that. So like the one night stands kind of just get a little bit. Ugh, like deflating like it's 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 just the same sex like it's just the same and it's usually not as good yeah it's in the same situation over and over and you wake up next to someone that you don't actually know and you're just like it's kind of was and I'm, now i'm tired and i have to get up at 5 30 for no reason just because i'm a dickhead and you have to manage <laughs> that other person's energy because if that other yeah. person wants more than what you Stressful. want it's a lot yeah i just think the, the best thing is being honest and like i think like some girls take that as like oh he's like a bad boy like he's 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 talking to me like he's not making me feel good about myself. It's like no, like I actually don't want. No, they're you like around. I'm gonna change. Oh yeah, you're yeah, saying I'm gonna change you. No, he doesn't want me. It's like no, I really fuck off. <laughs> I I want to give a couple of tips. Yeah. For well, let's do women because this is mm. obviously the situation that we're in. Women who you have felt maybe have like a desperate energy towards you. Yeah. What, what tips would you give a woman? who's having that energy? Like, is there something that you could tell them like, don't do? For instance, like, I'm just going to give an example. Don't text the guy. What are the turnoffs? Right? Yeah, what are the turnoffs? What if it's like, like, like is texting like, too soon? Like yeah. calling you, like annoying you on Instagram? Like what are things that you see people doing that you're just yeah. like, ugh? I think the biggest thing is you have to be respectful of people's time. So like, people like dudes have to go to work so do women you know like <laughs> dudes have to go to work. like I, I've, I've had i've had situations even even with my brother like he's been mad at me because i haven't replied within like 10 minutes i'm like bro like i'm in a fucking meeting like i'm not gonna have my phone on like getting back and i think that you know ladies if if the guy that you're into isn't giving you the right energy just like make just understand he's probably got a very busy day he's probably not sticking his cock in every single girl at like 10 a.m in the morning the Depends who you ask, but or who you're talking to. But I think making sure that you're just respectful of their time, 
making sure that he's giving you the exact same energy that you're giving. Like if if you're trying to make plans and he's always like moving shit around, then like fully put him on ice. Like don't even like acknowledge him. Like fully like like take a step back and like check check yourself and how you feel. And like, do I is this person actually gonna uplift me and make me feel better in my day to day? Like I just think the the biggest thing is just understanding that dudes have, you know, that they're also doing other shit and, and their plan isn't like to like fuck everyone. It's good to do you know how I got Michael? How really? you you baby no, no, no. <laughs> This is how I got Michael. I did nothing. Wow. It's nothing. It's a, true. It's a Guess killer. What? I did nothing. So you know, yeah, didn't like, text the him, crazy the craziest thing him. is Selena Gomez is doing nothing and I'm all for her. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she's not even, you heard it here first. She's the not, publicist is <laughs> she's, not, she's not even replying to me. Emily she, Blair. She hasn't viewed my stories once and I'm like, Fuck. I, I love this game. Like, she's me, she's, she's if I, acting like she doesn't know I exist. If I liked Terry in 2022, <laughs> I would not watch his stories. I would not like his Instagram. Yeah, I would not comment. Shit. I would not text him. I would not call him. Yeah. I would make him do all the goddamn well, work. You yeah. know, I, I grew up with two younger sisters and I kept, and I always told them and, they, and they've done a phenomenal job. Like they've, luckily they've been, they've been good. They haven't had that desperate energy. Thank God. But they, <laughs> but, uh, but I told them, I'm like, listen, I promise you, I swear to God, I'm, I am a guy. I have guy friends. Yeah. I'm a man. I have a dick. I have balls. If a guy wants you, he will chase you. He, he will. will pursue you. If it's yeah. the other way around, 100%. there's yeah. no such thing. 100%. As, there's never been a time in my life where I was pursuing a woman or Lauren or whoever that I was like, oh, you know, I got to clock in for work or I got to, like, I would, if I was in, I was in. There was never like something else yeah. come up. So I think people need to match that energy and understand. It's literally so easy but though because you just don't do anything. Well, like think, literally nothing. You just sit there. Well, the, Go get your nails done. The best, I think the best uh, quote that I heard is if he wanted to, he would. Like that's the thing. Like it legitimately, and I think it goes like in, like, in like a personal situation, like, the girls that I have on my roster at the moment. Taylor, pull that clip. The girls that I have on my roster at the moment. Like, I, I have all their stories muted because like I don't want them to know that I'm obviously into them at all. Do you have a troll account though that you watch? No, them? no, I'll I'll, I'll okay. like wait. So okay. I'll I'll have this shit muted and it makes you not like think about them all the time. You don't see it. But like if I'm fully into a girl, like if I'm ready to if it's the right girl that like the right girl comes into my life and I'm like fully into it, like I'll drop I'll drop my drop whole the roster. roster. Yeah, which is which is a terrible thing to say, but it's the truth. Like, <laughs> like if the right girl comes along, and unfortunately, like these, like the situation that I've had with these girls, this isn't isn't in that direction. Listen, I, this is this is controversial, but you, I don't think guy <laughs> or girl can blame girl or guy for having a roster if the person's like, hey, like I'm not serious about you. It's the people that get like yeah. so, you know, someone's upfront and they're honest, mm-hmm. like I'm not that serious, and they linger on and they're mad that like yeah. they, that, that someone hasn't changed for them. By I, the way, I think a girl can have a roster too. If, oh, I, was, if I was if I was single and uh, if I was single and I wasn't married, I would have yeah. my Are you own fucking roster. Kidding me, Lauren? We know the girls have the roster. Girls this, have bigger girl, rosters than guys. This girl on, on my roster, her roster is so hectic that she even has a boyfriend, which is crazy. I mean, <laughs> listen, if if you're upfront about it, I think it's fine. Yeah, you have to be honest. I think it's where people like try to like lie and, and compromise integrity is where they get in trouble. It sounds like you're really upfront with it. Yeah, and also like I'll be like, oh, sorry, like I'm seeing someone now. We'll, we'll give it a go. Like this is probably only going to be a month long anyway, so come back. Is there an Excel sheet roster or like <laughs> no, is doesn't. it in a notes app? Like where's the roster? Like <laughs> no, no, it's just in my head. It's just in your head. And yeah. is, is it five people? Is it forty-five no, no, no. people? Is this seasonal or is this? Yeah, I because yeah, no, no, no they. Is it seasonal? I don't know. No, they, they've been around for a minute, like maybe eight months. No, I don't know. She's, we've both had like different relationships in between, but 
I think there's two, two on there at the moment. There's only two. Two or three. So two, what? Two so, okay. So walk me through what happens <laughs> in your life here. Why? Why is? Why do people get so frustrated with you with these dating? Because I think that I think the reason people get frustrated with him and tell me if I'm wrong, but just from an outside perspective, is because people almost don't want honesty. It's like yeah. weird. They like want you to brush it under the rug and like a feel good hug. Yeah, I think I think well, first off, when I first come off the show, like I didn't really know how to approach like podcasts or interviews and stuff like that. So I was like, you know, I'm going to continue this like crazy fuckboy persona. And it was probably pretty true to who I was at that time. Like I was fully just like, I don't give a fuck. Like just being super honest and like leaning Dude, into you're 24, the man. reality TV shit. But now I think that like, because I've had to, you know, have a lot of like wake up moments and like come back down to earth. Now I think it's a little bit more like people are a little bit more relaxed with me. But before, like I, and I, I think, you know, some people who haven't seen like my recent interviews still talk shit about like, oh, he's, He's toxic. He's a piece of shit. He does all this stuff. And it, it was true at some point, but I feel like I've definitely transitioned to rated. That was going to be kind of like where I wanted to take this. So you go and you have this persona, but now you're evolving as a person. You're growing as a person. You're around yeah. all these people. You're doing these retreats where they're successful people. Is it hard to kind of shake the, the previous persona? I think that the, you know, I, I call my audience my friends. And I think that, you know, my friends that that listen and, and stick around and I've stick around this time that have seen the have seen me grow as a person. And I think that uh, I don't really give a fuck about someone that's going to talk shit about me or like hold on to something from the past because like how are we meant to, like how are we meant to keep moving forward if we're looking back? So I just, yeah, I, I know that people, like people always comment this shit, but I always, I, I see my friends or like my followers, like there'll be people like, they'll clap back and be like, oh no, you have to watch this interview or you have to see this. Like I've seen on Reddit where people just like trash me and then there'll be like one account that will be like, no, just watch this interview. And I, I really appreciate that. But end of the day, like I actually don't want those people in my atmosphere. Like I want to keep like my my audience and my friends like just solid. I think it's cool too to hear from a perspective of someone who's open about this. Like so many guys hide this. I mean, mm. I was reading this book called You'll Never Make Love in This Town. And it's all about in Hollywood, wow. there was all these high class hookers back in the day. And like, still, the, the, still, it still is. Yeah. Okay, in the 90s. <laughs> but there's, there, they went as far, there is this doctor's office in New York City that looks like a medical building. Yeah, And the man goes in to go to the doctor, quote unquote, and checks in like the doctor. And there's a woman that looks like at the front, she's like a check-in person. And the man goes to the back to the doctor's like little office yeah. and gets a blowjob and gets fucked. And so it's like a it's Where, like a, what's the address? <laughs> this is this is this is back in the day. It's like the nineties. Maybe still it's still around. open. There's no way that's going out of business. Move down to Fifth Avenue. You should yeah. start it. Start <laughs> Harry's doctor. Um, yeah. So, but the, but the point is, is like there's so much that is that it entailed in that to be kept a secret. That I actually find it refreshing as a woman to hear someone who's just open about it and not yeah. trying to hide it. Well, I think like you know, you look at some influences or you look at some celebrities and they like. They move like sketchy or they're always putting on this like crazy bubbly like intense persona online or any interview. It's like, that's not actually you. Like just be a real human and people are going to respect you a lot more. And I think that's kind of where like I'm grateful that I haven't fallen into just like trying to put on like a persona all the time and just be myself. And I think that's, I guess why people like still fuck with me is because I'm just like transparent. Like I'm so transparent. Like I'll get myself in trouble in my personal life by shit I say on my podcast because I just want people to know the actual truth and the real shit that's going on instead of me just like trying to like piss around an answer.
This is so interesting because one of the first skincare brands my mom introduced me to was Murad. This has been around forever because it works. Murad is a dermatologist-founded skincare brand. They're someone that I reached out to because I wanted to work with them because I feel like they're a skincare brand that's been clinically tested and validated by proof and science, which matters. So there's no empty claims. It's science-backed, clinically proven, total skin health. So I'm going to tell you about the product that I like, that I use because it's for my skin type, and that is the Correct and Protect Serum Broad Spectrum SPF 40. So this is like a super satiny, smooth, buttery sunscreen, and it's 100% mineral. It's clinically proven to correct discoloration. I have so much hyperpigmentation. And so to know that my sunscreen's correcting the hyperpigmentation while it's protecting me is so major. So it prevents hyperpigmentation, like dark spots and uneven skin tone. And this SPF protects without leaving behind that nasty white cast. So they have a deal for you. You can shop Mirad.com to save 20% off and you get free shipping with your $60 purchase when you use code SKINNY. The one that I like, like I said, is the Correct and Protect Serum SPF 45. Again, that's Mirad.com spelled M-U-R-A-D.com when you use code SKINNY. What are some scandals? You mentioned scandals earlier. What's a scandal? Like what, I, I, I want to know what your audience finds salacious. I don't know. I think I always get in trouble if I post like a new girl because everyone's just like, oh, he has a new girl each week or <laughs> stuff with my ex or, you know, another ex, Julia Rose. There was like a big scandal there. She cheated on me with Jake Paul. And then they started dating again. So like, congrats to them. Is that really real and not manufactured? It was, I think that there was, I think there was, she was definitely manufacturing shit on her side, which is, Fine. But like, was it real for you? Meaning the relationship? Like, were you, yeah, you were I, actually in? I, I think like with her, she's uh, just her business mind was just really motivating and, and such a massive turn on. And she had a, she's got a great personality and a great person. So I think that was, uh, that that's what really like reeled me in. But at the end of the day, like it wasn't meant to be. So I was kind of, kind of glad that it ended. D- are you and Jake Paul friendly? No, no, he doesn't like me. Oh. Yeah, he's not, not my biggest fan. Why? Why can't you guys be friends? Um, so Julie cheated on me with him. Then I went and fucked his next girl. And then I think I recently just hooked up with his current girlfriend. What is going on? You heard here? it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah. No, I think I the reason I like love this generation is you guys are so honest. Like yeah. I've I've been chastised since I've been born because yeah. I'm an oversharer and I I my like yeah. I share too much. And yeah. <laughs> everyone in my generation I'll say things and their jaw drops, but with your generation, you guys just say it how it is. Yeah, I just don't really care. Like end of the day, like what's like what's the worst I well, can it's, it's just like why lie? Yeah. If you're gonna lie about it, I feel like you're gonna get caught. Well, I think what's refreshing for Lauren and I is like, you know, there's especially being around for a while like you there's so much occasion like so many people yeah. are so worried about what you say or what you do if you make a misstep and like our attitudes like who gives a fuck like there's real things going on like in we're the all world. gonna die yeah like it's my, my the biggest thing is like people oh you gotta have a trigger warning or oh, this you said this it might hurt somebody or like oh who like it's like sh- get turn your phone off yes people like, like, like turn your phone unfollow. off if you're, really, if you're that if you're that worried like yeah. if, also so people come with all these talking points like sometimes ugh. when we interview them and not not in in your generation usually in the older ones they come with like this whole like people will pull out notes and it's just like relax relax well I think people have done and listen we're evolving as humans but people do a disservice to the human experience when they're trying to curate it as opposed to just letting people be human yeah right? and they're just like hey well it's, it's just 
it's it's really frustrating because you're trying to push it in a direction where it's like super sensitive and like people can't hear the truth. Like, you know, even like the Joe Rogan, his podcast, like everyone's like trying to like hush him. Like, it's just a different opinion. Like, if you don't listen to it, don't listen to it. Like, he's doing different shit. Like, you know, I'll, I'll watch the show that maybe this other person won't like, but they won't watch it because they don't want it. Like, how, how easy is it to just unfollow or turn off the channel if you don't like yeah, it? I don't unfollow understand. Them and follow me. People don't. <laughs> if I, if I, you I want abs, you, you want muscles, you want a huge dick. You know, average white cock. Okay. People, people <laughs> average don't. white cock. A lot of people don't like their way of life challenged, right? Yeah. They don't like to. They don't like to start to question and think like, "Wait a minute, maybe my idea is not correct, yeah. or maybe I'm wrong, it's or like, maybe there is another way." Like, you, you, people get really yeah. sensitive about that kind of stuff. And the, the interesting shit is, is it's just like a different opinion. And like, how are you gonna how are you gonna see the whole picture if you don't hear all sides of the story? I want more twenty four year olds on the podcast. Make a note, Taylor. Nah, Honestly, we, I, we all I, suck. <laughs> I want more twenty four. Who is the most famous person that you've dated that? actually would surprise people how cool she was. Well, I haven't really dated that many famous girls, I don't think. Or I don't it depends what you call famous. Like I don't really call like influencer. Someone who who's well known on Instagram. Who's someone that would surprise us that's really cool. Oh, who is really cool? That is a great question. Actually they all suck to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I think I think I think real celebrities like people with talent like uh, uh Oh yeah, Chloe yeah, Chloe's, Chloe's a great, great girl. No, don't get me in trouble. Uh, <laughs> Chloe Kardashian's just so much. No, she actually is. Did you date Chloe Kardashian? No, no. Uh, like she was trying to push that narrative, but I shut it down. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No, that never happened. He's that never joking. Happened. He's joking. But, um, but no, apparently Chloe's like super funny and like a, a sweetheart. But all the Kardashians, from what I've been told, like, and actually Kylie Jenner, nicest person. Absolute sweetheart. I I've heard I, that from a lot of people. I've, I've met her twice and she's just, like she doesn't need to be super nice. Like you could have just slapped me in the face and I would have been fine with it. But like such a Might sweetheart. Have liked it. I would have I would have been like a little bit turned on. But yes, all those girls, like Stasi, she's a sweetheart. Victoria like has the most insane, like feminine motherly energy. Like it's incredible. I so, have a crush on her. She's she's the best. beautiful. Yeah. I feel like like Michael, if we weren't dating, she's beautiful. She's stunning. She and she's such a sweetheart and always like in a great mood and just ha having a good time and like caring and like, I don't know, she just has such a incredible like feminine energy and like motherly energy that when you're around her, you're just like, oh, you're gonna Who, be a great mother. Who's the star of your sex tape? The other star? Or this is star you? It's me, but okay. the, the other person, she doesn't want to be named. She doesn't want to be named. Yeah. So you can't see her face? No. Nah. So how does one, okay, so like, let's what are say, the logistics here? hold on. Yeah. It's 530. You're meditating and you're like, I'm going to do a sex tape. Like, yeah. Or did someone inspire you? Like, how does this come about? I saw another influencer do one and she did it in a shower. And I was like, this is a good call. Like, this is congratulations. Like, you've got me revved up. And me and this girl were just filming stuff because we film stuff usually. How do me, what do me and Michael need to do? What angles? What's the name what, of the like, girl the sex tape? Huh? That's <laughs> the name of the girl who did the sex tape. The one that inspired me? Yes. Sierra Sky. Thank yeah, you. she's so sexy. Um, oh, yeah, I know who she is. Her, her and her boyfriend. <laughs> We're sure but, you but do. But it, like, it was like- Wow, full, your mic's on for once back here? <laughs> yeah, it was like full on like catfish type uh, videos though. Like you couldn't you couldn't really see anything, but it was just them pretending. But I was like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go for it. But it got me inspired. But uh, yeah, on our sex tape, like, you can't really see her face. Like I've got her up on my, sh on my shoulders. Like I was eating her out like that. And then I bring her down and just- what, Wait, were you? Here, hold on, I have a, I have so, so many questions. Yeah. What if we want to do a sex tape? You never know. After I'm pregnant, we might want to do a sex tape. I need to take some notes right now. Yeah. Okay. First of all, are you casting for this tape? Is it like a no, 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 no? I just uh, we were filming. You were just filming shit. Yeah, and I was like, oh, would you be okay with this to be released? And and then she she was cool with it. Did you edit it? Yes. 
And yeah. can you just release it on every platform? No, like no, no, you can't release only, it on Instagram. It's only gonna go on OnlyFans. Like it's only gonna live. So there. people have to pay to watch the sex tape. Of course, yeah. Okay, this is this is where I get confused. Send me yeah. a copy so I can. I need to see yeah, what you, I gotta do. Yeah, just I, I can, gotta. Do you wanna watch it? Do you have uh, it right uh, now? Yes, please. Get can we the, watch it? Hit the airplay. Taylor, on the screen. Taylor, do not pop a boner. Are we allowed Emily, to? Emily, have you seen it? You have. You have. I sent is it, it in the good? group chat. I, uh, is it you? <laughs> Emily had to take one from the team. <laughs> so, okay. So the goal, so you're like, okay, I got this going right now. You can airplay it to the TV right there. I can, can airplay it to the TV? It's called it, it Media it Studio It won't come up on the <laughs> podcast? So the only people that are going to see it are me, Emily, and Taylor. Okay. Yeah. So you're like, so let me get this straight though. You you start editing this and are you, so you're going through all your angles. You're like, okay, I love, this is a good one. This yeah, is are a, you even looking at the girl or are you just looking at yourself? No, no, you, here you, all right, how do we airplay? I, I have a couple. Do you pick music for this or is this just, no? No, no, no you, you'll hear it. Yeah, let's just wait until we watch it. How do you, oh, airplay, there we go. Called Dear Media Studio Twenty. Taylor, calm down. Taylor, listen. Hold on. No, you better not have this play in one of our conferences. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Dear Media Studio 2021 Main Studio. Main Wouldn't studio. it be crazy if it was in? That's what I was trying to say. Dear, Dear Media Studio 2021 Main, main studio? studio. All right, let's see what happens. Okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. There. If you okay. do the wrong one, it's going to go into the can conference. Can I can I write on the Instagram story of Harry that I saw the sex tape, but nothing will be played? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Wow, that's a good angle. Uh, this is just the 13 second clip. I can turn the sound up. Yeah, turn it up. Fucking like a rabbit in there, man. <laughs> Hold on. Let's go to the start. It's hot though. Okay, so the camera's outside of the-, the Why yeah, yeah, aren't okay. you eating me out in the shower like this when I'm pregnant? Well, you're, you're, you're pregnant, <laughs> you know. There's a lot more in. This but, is amazing, Harry. But yeah, there's, a, there's like, anyway. Good on you, man. <laughs> Good on you. Anyway. So you're like, kind of like the, the, the Ray J of our generation with this. Well, the thing is, like, every, hold on, how do I not? How do I get this on the screen? <laughs> Taylor's <laughs> saving it right uh, now. Right? Like, okay, um, I don't know. Everyone's doing sex tape, so I'm like, I just feel like there's no better time to be open about your sexuality and like what and what's actually going on. Like, people, there's people have this crazy taboo, and I think that's what that's what causes like people to be com confused about what they're into or, and what's you know going what? on. We got to get, we got, we got to get this guy some woo. We have a sex brand that we have. I'm going to get, uh, I'm, 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 I'm all I'm for it. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think, I think that's why I get so excited about speaking about sex and I like, talk about it because like, I remember when I was at high school and I didn't really, like, I don't really know what's like enjoyable for the girl. I don't really know what's going on. And I find that like, just if I just don't give a fuck and just be open about it, that it's going to help more conversation and help people actually find what they're fucking into. And like, enjoy like I've got a friend who had two kids and a wife and now he's like figured out that he's actually into boys so it's like and at his whole entire life like he's never had a conversation with a friend or been able to like talk about it because it's always been like a taboo and whatnot so like that's why I'm trying to like in my friend group or like wherever or in podcasts like I just always do my best like be open and talk about shit so that's why I don't really give a fuck about a sex tape or this stuff or like sexual content being put up because I want people to be like comfortable with talking to me about it or like comfortable with asking questions and shit like that. You know why I love this show? Because it just shows all different kinds of perspectives and someone that would have judged a sex tape, I feel like saw a totally different perspective. And Harry, are you filming sex tapes if me and Michael need one filmed? You, you want me to film it with you guys? Yeah, oh, yeah I need some direction. Taylor's, <laughs> Taylor's edits aren't going to cut it. No, the, well, mine was, mine was a yeah, bit of a steamy shower. Like, so you can't really see too much. But. It, it was there, there's a tripod, right? No, I just put it on the bench. And, I was, like, the and bench. I was like, get in here. Okay. Listen, she's oiled up. As maybe we'll just we'll have like a dual release situation. We're like, 
No, we can do like a three-part series. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so my last question. They'd have to be kind of into like the weird pregnancy about sex. About my thing, last you know? question about the, the sex tape. If, <laughs> yes. When they go on OnlyFans to get this sex tape, number mm -hmm. one, how much is it? Uh, I think it's going to be 200 bucks. Okay, so they pay 200 bucks. Yeah. What if people go and screen uh, screen record it? They can't. They would, you can't or, do that. No, you, you, can't, you can't screen record it and send it to your friends, like whatever. End of the day, like I'm prepared that it's going to get leaked. Do but, you see penis in the sex tape? No. Do you see anything? No, you guys saw it. So, so you don't see like, can you see body parts though on OnlyFans? Yeah, you can. You can okay, see I'm it. just trying to understand because yeah. I. I think oh, they're. You're doing a terrible job of teasing this out. Listen, I, we got to go check it out. Okay, yeah, you got to check I, it out. I think I did one video recently where you can see my cock. Yeah. So you can see it full on. Yeah, I think so. You heard it here first. Yeah, because I I remember. I keep saying you heard it here first. <laughs> well, Maybe they didn't. Because I I got hit in the group chat like that's gonna that's gonna do really well, Harry. And I was like, fuck, did I actually get my cock out? But I was like, oh, whatever. I think it's cool. I think it's normalizing sex. Yeah. Uh, this culture, you're right, makes especially Americans make such a big deal about. Yeah, sex. it's like who cares? We all do it. It's just like peeing. It is, oh, it's, oh. it really is just like another day. It's like habit stacking. You brush your That's teeth. That's the line for all the, all the people out there. Listen, we all do it. You know, picking up a nice girl, guy in the bar. Listen, we all do it. It's just like peeing. Yeah. So is there a girl that out there right now that you have your eye on? That yeah, Khloe Kardashian. Oh. No, I don't think you're joking. You've said it twice. Well, I just think I'd be a lot of fun for her. You know, she's got all these like... What is his name's Lamar? He's he seems pretty hectic. The last guy, Tristan, seems like a bit of a fucking tosser. So I'm like, see, that's know. the thing with Tristan. Tristan was a was who I'm referring to. Like he's the guy that hit it all. Yeah, it's embarrassing. So what? Yes, and You've so with kids, this bro. is why I, I want to tell our audience that I appreciate Harry because yeah. Harry's laying it all out there, literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah, you guys saw it. <laughs> but if you get like Tristan, Tristan's yeah. doing everything in the dark. So which is it that you prefer? Yeah, and uh, and also like, listen, I think that it would be great for her career to date you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you got it. Man. Yeah, I know she listens to this, so like, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure. Yeah, she she's a regular. She she's a regular tune. She m writes most of our reviews. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So finally, reply to my hummingbird DM. So if if our audience could follow you on anywhere, would you say Instagram, TikTok, or OnlyFans? I would say Instagram for sure. Instagram. Instagram and Snapchat. I'm pretty active on my Snapchat, which is. I didn't think I would be, but it's more like I talk about mindset and like a little bit, it's a little bit more of a serious side of me because I kind of, I don't really have an audience on there. So I can just talk about whatever without being judged. So yeah. And Harry, Harry Jazzy everywhere. I have to ask you one last question. Mm -hmm. What are some wellnessy things that you do? You keep saying about mindset. Is there something that you're reading or something that you do every single day that you think makes a big difference in your, in, in your well-being? Right. Yeah. I think the first thing I do every single day is I wake up and I just move my body. Corey from my show, it's Corey Simpson or Samson. I don't know. I've probably got that fully wrong, but he always says on Instagram, wake up and move. And I do it every single day and unintentionally, I didn't realize that, that that's what I was doing. But I realized that like, as soon as I get up in the morning and like, I don't sit around and I'm not like dragging my feet, I just get out the door and like either go for a walk or like go to the gym. It makes my day a hundred times better because like my body's awake. I'm already moving and Whenever I have a bad day, I'm feeling sad. I just put music on and like dance for 20 seconds. Like I can't dance, but it makes me feel so much better. It makes me feel like charged up. And if I'm ever feeling a little bit like in my head or a little bit like clogged up with work, I just, one, one of the best things I do is I write down everything that's pissing me off and I cross out all the things I can't control. I focus on stuff I can. And then I'll go for a walk and like clear my head and like, okay, cool. Like this, we're actually present. Like there's birds, there's trees, like the sky's beautiful. And then I practice like, being grateful and my gratitude. So I always, whenever I'm like down, I just will start from that 
what can I control? Okay, cool. We'll focus on that. What are we grateful for? Go on that. And then like, let's go for a walk and let's relax. It's very stoic of you. It's like stoicism. I like this. Man in many layers. He's a man. He's multifaceted. You know There's what? Just tapes. when you, okay. it's, it's all lot different of, kinds of things. A lot of salty guys going to be listening to this thinking like, I've been listening to this fucking tall, good looking Oz. And he's he, a piece of shit. And now they're, now they're <laughs> no, like, fuck, no. he's actually compelling and great. And <laughs> yeah, you might gonna, be hit up for a movie theater threesome. Yeah, it's going to wow. be even more now. Yeah, I'm writing a book. You're writing a book. No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, <laughs> you should. You should write a book. You should write a book. I don't know if I, if, unless it's a picture book. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I got a couple of ideas. I'll tell you offline what oh, I think. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So if someone wants to DM you and drop in your DMs to yeah. date you, what should they say? I have some pre-saved messages anyway. So they're, they're fine. What is pre-saved messages? So like when you go to DM me, it already has like messages there that you can click and it will just send it. I would want to be unique though if I was going to DM you. I don't yeah. think I would because this, I, I just do nothing. Right. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if someone wants to DM you, what sh- like what's the move? I think just something like funny, like something that's okay. like gonna get your attention. Like I'll always try and DM and go like, "Hey, what's up, little hummingbird?" That's what I send to Chloe. She unfortunately was too afraid of falling in love with me, so she didn't reply, which is fine. Did she like, see it? Did it say seen? No, I did it. Okay. But I've got friends. I've my I have a really good friend that's really close with her. And he said she thought it was all really hilarious. But I just think that like something funny, like something that's not like, "Hey, or I'm in LA." Are we going to hang? It's like, I don't fucking know you. Like, enjoy your trip. Like, <laughs> fucking peanut. But like, I just think that, yeah, it's something that's like a little bit cute and like catchy and like funny. But I have like the pre-saved messages that says like, why are your ankles so skinny? And like, why are you so handsome and humble? And then like, hello, little pumpkin or something else. So I'm like, when I see those come through, I'm like, oh. So if you get a ho- hello, little pumpkin, it means you just hit the, you just hit the Yeah, I'm like, you're lazy. <laughs> okay, so DM him something witty and funny. Yeah, or some titty pics, I don't know. Or some titty pics. Do a little titty. <laughs> Harry, you are charismatic. You're funny. You got uh, a great personality. Your Instagram feed is... <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a guy's Instagram Taylor, go back feed up, like this. Go to the very top. Yeah, your, this, your jawline. This is, this is before. You can come back on our podcast anytime you want. Emily. I would love to. Great recommendation. Emily, now that we're all working together, maybe you could coach me on how to take one of those bubble bath shots. Yeah. I, I, I feel like if I got one of those, it could set my whole career to a whole... Yeah. yeah, look at your men's fitness yeah, cover. You can do that. I gotta get, yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta get myself together. I think that's, that's the, the bubble bath pics go crazy because they're a little bit sexual, a little bit cute and playful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I should have cleaned up like the undies and stuff behind it. There was like a no, pile no, no. Of dirty it's, relatable. it's relatable. It's relatable. <laughs> it's relatable. <laughs> <laughs> um, go find Harry on OnlyFans Instagram. Oh. <laughs> he's gonna come back on our podcast when he can speak in an all-American accent. Yes. When he's doing his next sex tape that is full frontal, where we see penis. <laughs> Harry, pimp yourself out one more time. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. You can follow me at Harry Jazzy. That's it. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And thanks for my purify candle. I got a purify uh, candle from Harry. I'm going to light this hey, every calm day. Your sh- calm your tits down. Oh, Mark. purity or purify. Purify. And there's, there's the love and, love and heart. Look, love and heart. There you go. Oh, all right, all right. you yeah. don't get me a candle. What the fuck? All, right. all you get me is a no, finger banging overall. I'm trying to practice like giving more because I, I, I realize it makes an impact. Reddit threads eat your heart out. Welp, that episode was fun. You know what else is fun? The ice roller is back in stock. That is right. She may not be here for a long time, but she's here for a good time. Go buy her shopskinnyconfidential.com. I don't know when she's going to sell out again. I'm telling you the move is to get the ice roller, the razor, perhaps some women's shaving cream, and then throw in the sleeping bag. You are set to go. Shopskinnyconfidential.com. The ice roller is back in stock. And as always, we will do a little giveaway with Harry 
All you have to do for this giveaway is tell us who you want to see next on the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostick. And someone from our team will slide into your DMs and send you guys a copy of Get the Fuck Out of the Sun. And I will personally sign it for you. On that note, cheers. This episode is brought to you by Whoop, the world's most powerful fitness and health coach. You guys, Michael has a real obsession with his Whoop. And Whoop isn't just another fitness wearable. It's designed to provide personalized and actionable data based on your body. And let me tell you something about Michael Bostic. He loves personalized and actionable data especially based on his body. He has to tell me every result the second he opens Lord, his you eyes. You need my blood oxygen level? You need my heart rate variable? You need my resting heart rate? You need my skin temperature? <sighs> I got it all. And I can tell you how recovered I am today. I'm pretty damn recovered. So tomorrow I'm going to be going. Guys, I love the Whoop so much because it does three things for me. First, it measures my strain. It tells me how hard I'm pushing it that day, whether I'm in the gym or walking or taking it easy or whatever I'm doing. It tells you how hard I'm pushing it. Then it tells me how well I'm recovered. And the way it does this, it measures my heart rate variability, my resting heart rate, and then my sleep. And it puts it all together mixed in with the activities I've done for the day. And it lets me know how hard you can push it, how much you need to rest, and so on. It's just a really good measure of your health. I think too, since we're so into wellness with this podcast, this is like the perfect situation for you guys because it also lets you see the impact of alcohol, late night meals, afternoon coffee, trying CBD, meditation. It's wild. I mean, sleep, recovery, workouts, all the things. The sleeping tracking on the Whoop, in my opinion, is second to none. Their sleep coach analyzes sleep duration, quality, efficiency, and consistency every night. I just can't even tell you how into the sleep tracker Michael Bostic is. Well, and listen, this new Whoop 4.0 is super comfortable. It's 33% smaller than the previous Whoops, and you can wear it on your wrist. You'd barely even notice it's even there. I've been having, I've had mine on now for almost three weeks, and I don't even notice it. So it's an incredible piece. Go to whoop.com, spelled W H O O P.com, and use code SKINNY at checkout to save 15% today. That's whoop.com, code SKINNY.